Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, hey, it's your old pal Cody here just letting you know that this is our live episode from the Fan Expo Toronto from this past weekend. And we do have a couple audio issues at the start there. Damien's a bit quiet. I tried to turn his mic off completely, but he fixed them luckily by splicing together some of our Zoom audio, as well as we try to get as much of that audience interaction as possible. But please enjoy this fantastic episode. And thank you to everybody at the Fan Expo. And thank you also to our sponsor, Libsyn. If you have a podcast of your own, make sure you go to Libsyn and you can get a free two-month trial through them. Enjoy the app. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked, the scary story improvised podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Whoa, I'm so much louder than you. Oh, man. Making me look like an idiot over here. Yeah, I know. Well, they give the big star the best mic. Right, that's that's what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. So the guy in the middle here is going to have the biggest mic then, right? Um, well, yeah, because, well, before we get into this, because I want to know, before we introduce this fucking guy, hold on! Before we introduce him, we have a bunch of stuff here. We have prizes to give away throughout the show. So if you give suggestions, if you ask questions or whatever, we got three prizes total. So we got some nice things here. We have the modern horror issue from our friends at Layered Butter, and they have a booth in the north building of here. So a beautiful uh, magazine here. It's amazing. Uh, we have a signed copy of my personal copy of The Conjuring, which none of us are involved in. Um, and then we have the three of us here have signed a Ouija board. Never been used to summon anything yet. But uh, we're hoping that maybe someone out there, uh, you know, send us a video of, uh, you know, talking to your grandmother or someone. And why would you want these signatures, you may ask? Well, it's because of our guest today. That's right. Because we have, you may know him, from Mean Girls, Beyblades, Suits, American Gods, The Boys, we got actor David Riel here. Uh, David, how's your microphone? Wow. <laughs> no, wow, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, hello, hello. Can you all hear me? Oh, yeah. Hey, yes. Yeah. Still not as loud as yours. No, you got like such an echo with yours, I feel like. Well, I'm TV's Cody Crane. I um, need to. They just turn you down. They're oh. done. Hey, I, I'm not sure. I, I've signed the cover of this Conjuring, even though I'm not in this movie. I may have auditioned for this movie. Really? really? So not only am I not in it, I'm officially not good enough to be in it. <laughs> like, I actually tried, and they said, no, we right. don't want you in this movie. And yet, 
I'm signing it and giving it away. So that shows them. Well, we could always send it to the producers of The Conjuring. We'll send that to them. We'll send a little clip of this and see what they say. That'll show them. Yeah, that'll really teach them who's boss. Yeah, they should have got it on the ground floor of this rocket ship. <laughs> I think what everyone wants to hear about is all the movies you couldn't get instead of all the ones you're in. That's a much longer, more exciting list, I'll tell you that. Um, so for everyone here in the audience, who here has heard the podcast before? We got a couple. We got a couple in here. Awesome. A lot of new uh, new people. So uh, basically what we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing improv, we're going to be doing an interview, and we're going to be talking about ghosts. Uh, but first, we're going to be talking to David, um, because one of your uh, most notable roles here is one that you don't have any lines in, and I know that you have an interesting story behind how it all happened, but yes. you're Glenn Coco in Mean Girls. You're the most iconic line yes. in Mean Girls. How did that happen? Well, in fact, I auditioned for Mean Girls, yet another film that they did not want me in. <laughs> and I didn't get a part in that. I auditioned for one of the boyfriends. Mm -hmm. My friend Daniel DeSanto booked the part that I got. If anyone here knows Beyblades, Daniel DeSanto and I were both voices on Beyblades in our childhood. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I, I, they were shooting that film near where I was living back in 2000 and, what is that, five? I don't know when that was. I was like 19. 2004, yeah. 2004. Wow. And so I just went to the set yeah. to hang out and see if I could get some free food. And uh, <laughs> the director was like, hey, I know you. And I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. I get, better get out of here. Book it. Cheese it. It's the fuzz or whatever. And then, uh, but he was like, I remember your audition. Uh, you know, you were great, uh, but, you know, sorry, went out of the way. Hey, I'll put you in the next scene, and you'll have a name and everything. And so he, I think he assumed I was there doing, like, background work, but I wasn't. I was just there saying hi to Daniel DeSanto and, and trying to eat free food. So they put me in a scene, and I didn't know, it wasn't until, like, ten years later when the, when the internet exploded and someone figured out that I was Glenn Coco. <laughs> I didn't even know that I was Glenn Coco. Like, I forgot yeah. that he, I had ever been called anything. But wow. Yeah. And it took 10 years to figure it out. I was walking on the street. This is when I realized something had happened. Some BuzzFeed article happened, and I was walking on Bloor Street, and a yeah. woman was jogging. She was, had her headphones in, and she was jogging. And she was jogging past me, and she went, Hey, Glenn Coco! I was like, what? <laughs> like, no one had ever said that because I was uncredited. I wasn't yeah. paid to be there because I wasn't hired to be there. <laughs> that, see, the interesting thing about it is that I got that notification from BuzzFeed. You were already someone that I knew personally. You have Google Alerts set up for my name? <laughs> yeah, and I get notified of it. So I got on my thing, BuzzFeed, look how hot Glenn Coco's got. Did you ever get that lunch that you were looking for when you were there, too? Oh, I ate some food. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you remember what it was? No. Uh, candy okay. canes, I guess, would be the thing. Oh, that's all they had I on think set. I did eat candy the candy canes, canes they gave me. Oh, my, my mic's getting louder and louder. Wait, so they, uh, candy canes were part of the catering of... I guess, no, no, the Glenn Coco... Who catered that? The North Pole? The whole thing of Glenn Coco is that he gets candy cane grams. The oh, guy okay. comes in dressed up as Santa Claus, and he's like, four for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. And he gives him candy cane grams. Right. And none for Gretchen Wieners. Goodbye, is how that goes. <laughs> wow. I, I love, because at this moment, you had already been on like, Beyblades, right? Like you're, yes. And 
you did 126 episodes of this show. Yes. So just to speak to everyone about all the voice actors that you see here today, they still need to sneak on the set to find food. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. you get all the free Beyblades you wanted when you were on that show, or did they nope. keep them away from you? I didn't even know there was toys until I went on a school trip to New York City, and I went to the Toys R Us in Times Square, and I was like, hey, there's a toy of me. It's not really of me. It's of the original Japanese cartoon. Right, right. So how long were you on the show before you found out that it was a toy-based show? Um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess it was like two years. Two years before you ever had a Beyblade. <laughs> Yeah, I never played. That's insane. I never played with Beyblades until I went. I was invited to one of these conventions, and there was a Beyblade tournament. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we have Kai. I was Kai and Subasa. I played two different characters in two different series. And they, they were like, we have the actual Kai. And I didn't know how the things worked. So I was you just go like, let her rip, and then they rip. Yeah, you yeah. go let her rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anyone know what we're talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, what's that? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Yes, oh, wow. that's right. That was, that was there. <laughs> Let it rip. Well, they were big for a few years. I don't think... Do they still make them? Yeah, they have... They got it. Well, the thing is, at that time, David, you have to understand, you would have to go out of your way to not see Beyblade toys. Yeah, like, there was a lot of them. It was Beyblade, it was Bionicle, all the B toys. I don't know what else there was, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I was also on Yu-Gi-Oh, but I, I was a friend of mine who was on Yu-Gi-Oh. I think it was mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh. Is this another you sneaking on the set? <laughs> no, no. I had a friend who ha he got booked another job, and he called me. He's like, hey, they need a sound-alike to play me on Yu-Gi-Oh. So I think I was also uncredited. Uh, okay. I came in to play my friend. I think it's a little harder to sneak into like a sound studio than it is on set. <laughs> you know, just like a closed room with like three or four people rather than like a big set full of people. <laughs> I don't know. If you walk and just act like you're supposed to be there, then you just get in. That's just how it works. Wow. We didn't even get invited here today. We just yeah. sat up on a table. These mics were here. Out. We came in. We're just talking to you. Yeah, look at that. People walked in somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It was a, a beautiful uh, music video. Too. Yeah, it's weird to think that he has an escalator in his house then. <laughs> uh, this is some deep cuts Christopher Walken yeah, knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting to the <laughs> this, good stuff. This is stuff. the new show, Walking on Sunshine. We're going to talk about all the walking things. <laughs> walking in a winter. <laughs> um, so, uh, David here, let's got, yes. dive into a spookier note here. We yeah, all want to talk about ghosts, okay? okay? So. Um, it's been a while since you've done the podcast, and I don't remember. What's your thoughts on ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Okay. Let me, let me start by saying okay. I have some things I do believe in, and then I have some questions. Okay. This, this is someone trying to avoid saying no to me. Right well, I think, every, I think everybody believes in something, right? Like, <laughs> you, you can, I, hope, I hope everybody believes in, in something. In direct right? relation like, to ghosts. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I do believe in fear. Fear. <laughs> okay. I think fear is very real. Yeah, yeah. I do believe in the human imagination. Okay, yeah. I think that's a, an unexp un unexplored. We haven't reached the bottom of that chasm of ghosts that exists in our imagination. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Are you scared of ghosts? I have been scared of ghosts before. <laughs> My belief, like in the whether or not I believe in ghosts, does not stop me from being terrified when I'm in an old house. Right. 
I could say I don't believe, but I hear a creak and it's scary. So mm -hmm. maybe my I do believe deep down, even if I think I don't believe. But here's my question. Yeah. What are ghosts wear, wearing? I stole this question, sort of, but I had it before. I think Ryan okay. Gosling was talking about this. Yeah. He was supposed to be here today. Yeah, Ryan Gosling was supposed to be here today, but they wanted a bigger celebrity. Um, so, what are they wearing on their? When you see a ghost, are they wearing clothes? Some of them are. Okay, so did their clothes die? Well, I don't know. What clothes are they wearing? Are, are you're buried in clothes? But the clothes you're wearing right now, are you are you holding on to those with your consciousness to the point that if you died right now, oh, man, you would still be wearing those clothes? Can you imagine being a ghost wearing a T-shirt and like cargo shorts? That's terrible for eternity. That's what all of it's us fine are for be. a weekend, but like, come on. What haircut do you have when you're a ghost? Yeah, yeah. Is it your hair when it's done, or is it your hair mm -hmm. just when it's messy? Does it continue to grow in the afterlife? Well, I don't think it grows, because then you'd need ghost barbers, wouldn't you? I'm saying it's the the for a ghost to be a reality. There's too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's overly I agree. complex. Oh, I think so too. I mean, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't think this is anything happening here, right? But you know, some ghosts are naked and they don't really have bodies that you can Hang see. On. Right? Wait, which you know ghosts I mean? are naked? Like Casper the Friendly Ghost. He's naked. He's just a head and then a shapeless form. Yes, that's better. I, I forgot about those. You ones. like that? Yeah. Yeah, but let, let's not call Casper naked. All He's. Of a Butt-ass nude. No, he doesn't Come on. He His doesn't... uncles are naked. He's naked. It's a big naked mansion that they live in. <laughs> he's not naked. He's just like a soft-serve ice cream oh, upside is that down. Is? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, or maybe he is wearing a sheet. You know, like the whole thing. You wear a sheet and you just have the eye holes cut out. Maybe that's what Casper is. I, I remember because I'm the one of the podcast that believes in ghosts. Yeah, right? yeah. And we I, know. I remember that when I saw a ghost, mm -hmm. she was wearing a white flowy dress. Right. How about that? Today? Maybe it was just really loose skin. <laughs> I mean, I'll always be open to the possibility of that. I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't believe I saw it. And I just I don't, don't know where will. these ghosts are shopping for clothes. Yeah. I don't understand how she's wearing yeah. a white flowing dress. Billows are us. Where do we land in the room for who believes in ghosts and who doesn't believe in ghosts? If, if you believe in them, raise your hand. I believe in one because the spatula flung itself across the room one time. Spatula, spatula. Yeah. Oh. If you've ever worked in a kitchen, that happens at least once, I think. <laughs> I don't know if it was naked or not. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. We don't know about the, the clothing-wise of it yet. That's quite a bit, though. I was seeing like a half and half yeah, kind of... Yeah, half and half. Half and half kind of mix. Okay. So you, you can uh, either agree with one of us or be in the middle like David. Yeah, I, I, well, I guess I, I don't know. I think know. he leans more towards not, it seems like. I just think we got to get to the, it's, we got to get to the bottom of what we, what we know for sure. Right. And we don't know anything for sure. Like, mm -hmm. how does consciousness even work? So how do you know, you don't even know how you're creating the reality that you're seeing, let alone when you see something that isn't there. Well, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's all a simulation. Could be. We're all computers. I think there's so much that we don't understand that yeah. I'm okay with not figuring it all out. Like, I don't want to just have it nailed down, this is what I believe in, because maybe, maybe a, 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 a naked ghost will make me change my whole opinion on them being dressed. Oh, you want one of those sexy time experiences no, with a no, ghost, no, huh? no. <laughs> you want a You want a nocturnal emission, eh? No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, we understand where you're coming from Just here. how friendly is this Casper? Wait, Too hang on. Friendly. Casper is a child, all right? That hey, is enough That's of fair, that. that's and fair. Casper's like 11 or something. Or well, no? 11 when they died, but then they've been dead for how long? Do you count the age then after? 
You're saying you could date a ghost? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm not saying you can. I'm not saying you should. You're, I'm just wondering. You're saying a live person, the cutoff yeah. is like what? I don't know, like half your age plus seven is what they say. But if they right. die, well, you I'd add those... You, what? I think let's not just date ghosts. <laughs> let's right, not right, even right, have right, the right, conversation. Right. Well, oh, so you want to keep it casual with them is what you're saying, no. right? Oh, okay. Commit. Why don't you commit, Cody? Yeah, you got to commit. Just commit. This Listen. person... This, this has been my they have an problem. eternity, and they want you to be there for them, Absolutely. and you don't want to. Maybe they'll be able to move on if they can finally get that loving relationship they always wanted. And if you don't commit in this life, you're going to mm-hmm. have unfinished business, and then you're going to be a naked ghost that no one will date. That's right. Just butt naked, floating around the house. We'll be like, can you finally clean up your socks, man? Come on. And this is the regular portion of Spooked, where everyone tries to get the asexual guy to commit to a relationship. <laughs> I love that you're sure about ghosts, but sexuality, who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I got a question. Is it buck naked or butt naked? It's Is it both? both? Oh, good. Great. Okay, yeah. It's a spectrum. <laughs> D- does anyone in the, uh, in right, the room right, right. have any questions about uh, a ghost or any questions of any type on stage? Oh, Michael. Uh, you were talking about Slimer. I was, or you were talking about Casper. I was wondering your thoughts on Slimer. Slimer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's, he's definitely... He's definitely he's, naked. Yeah, he's more established naked. That's yeah. for sure. What is the slime? Where, where's that coming from? It's ectoplasm. Okay. That comes from Dan Aykroyd's book. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Dan Aykroyd's fault he's slimy then. Was, was Slimer a human being who died? Do we know if Slimer's a ghost like that? Do we have a backstory on Slimer? I, I wish, I wish that the cast of Ghostbusters was here so we could nail them down on this one. That's true. Because it's never really explained whether or not he is or not. Yeah, because a lot of those ghosts in those movies really don't look like they ever could have been people. That's the thing, right? Here's, but that's the thing. You, if I died, I would not be able to remember what I was wearing. So I would try to imagine myself, and I'd be like, I'm, I, but, I, but what do you my, mean you wouldn't remember? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna bury you with a DVD copy of Mean Girls. You're your, gonna know for all eternity. We we'll have a little that, portable player in there. But we know this. Your self-image right. is not what other people see. So mm. a person who's died should look like they looked to themselves. And some, maybe Slimer just had bad self-image. You know what I mean? He thought, wow. he, inside his whole life, he thought, I'm a scrotum. I'm a green, slimy scrotum. <laughs> and so when he tried to yeah. conjure himself in the afterlife by clinging to his consciousness what he thought he was, mm-hmm. you get ectoplasm, green scrotum, right, right. gross thing. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That's, what would you look like? What do you, what do you look like to yourself? Probably a scrotum. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If I'm being honest, yeah. Yeah, you're not arrogant. No, 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 people, no, no. I'm keeping it real. People just seem to be on board here with Slimer being a scrotum like I've never thought <laughs> in my like, life I mean yeah. I never thought about it either but the more you say it the more I'm like okay yeah I get that that's why they wanted to get rid of him yeah who wants a scrotum hanging around no. <laughs> especially a slimy scrotum <laughs> yeah exactly I'm glad we're on the same page wow well I have for us today um, as, as a room to go through uh, some spooky would you rathers how about that <laughs> Okay. To get us uh, to get us really going, to really rev us all up. I don't know. I'm I'm overexcited. I need to calm down. So you do that. I'll just. Calm oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. This Slimer one. got you going, huh? Because this one's really gonna make you happy. Uh, would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork? Oh. Yeah. What? That, I want that one. Whatever. That, that's. I choose that already. <laughs> or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall. Oh. Woo. Who made these? <laughs> 
Uh, this one is from confessionsofparenting.com. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. I don't want to be their kids, that's for sure. I think they changed the dot com to like sadisticdads.com. Oh man. David, do you have a choice here? Uh, I defer, I defer. What do you think? I mean, both are terrible. I think maybe the... Uh, I would say the toothpick because it's just like one and done, but I don't know. They're both really awful. The toothpick got a bigger reaction in yeah, this room. Yeah, like but that, I mean, prying your sure. whole nail off, it feels a little more protracted, you know what I mean? Well, like, that yeah. almost sounds like animated, but the toothpick under the nail, yeah, like a yeah, feeling yeah. of something under the nail, everyone immediately can imagine. Well, you're putting the fork under there too, I assume. Yeah, but I don't even know what a fork would feel like under there. Like... <laughs> Like four toothpicks made of metal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what a fork looks like, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's splinter true. too. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a tough one. I think, uh, yeah, both both are fine for me. Oh. Uh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'm tearing off the thumbnail. It looks cool. I think it would look cooler. Yeah. Because I want to see what's under there. Like, what's so important? You know, what's being protected? You know what I mean? Like, my, my fingers are fine on this side. Why yeah. do they need protection on this side? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do all the picking up with this side. Right, right. So what the hell's going on over here? Yeah. I don't think that's why we have nails. Oh, you think but... it's to scratch things? Yeah, it's probably to scratch things, maybe. Scrotum. Scrotum. <laughs> yeah. To get your Slimer uh, feeling okay. <laughs> this next question, I, uh, I think, is a David Real-style question. Okay. Would you rather live as a ghost on Earth after you die or just stay dead? I'd rather live as a ghost because then I'd be the first person to have ever done that. <laughs> oh, throwing shade at the I'm ghost out there. <laughs> okay. So you'd be the first ghost, but you might be the only ghost. Wouldn't you be lonely? Yeah. But it'd be good for my, it would be good for my song. But just to prove a point, you would be lonely for eternity. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay. What, what are we thinking in the room, though? Because, like, the belief with believing in ghosts is that you, uh, a lot of people think that you just don't want to think that you're done after, that you're just dead, right? So is, is where everyone la- where's everyone landing on this one? I got to know, like, are you thinking, like, that you want to stay, just be dead, or do you want to be a ghost? Are we thinking ghosts, like... Yeah, like who wants to keep on one. going after yeah. everything's done? <laughs> one person's like, I want to be a ghost. Oh, no, we got okay, more. Couple, okay. Couple. Yeah. Everyone else is just like, that's enough. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think it's harder to imagine mm-hmm. nothingness for an eternity than it is to imagine anything else. And that's why we have the plethora of supernatural imaginations. Because oh, I find it so much easier. It's just like, you go to bed, that's it, done. Yeah, that's true. It's also like, where were you before you were born? Yeah, it's like finishing a book. You're like, nothing else has to happen after that. It's done, and that's okay. Yeah. Reincarnation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you do you think uh, reincarnation is that is like the the soul transferring to another body? Is that kind of what we're thinking? I think it's along the lines of learning your lesson in one life and mm-hmm. transferring into a new one. Okay. So that's why the memories don't retain, but in some cases they do. Yes. Could we relate ghosts to that in any way? Would you think like when you die, is there like a transition phase or is it just kind of like a straight shot over? I feel like there is because in some cases I am one of the believers in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Where as far as what they say is um, unfinished business is, especially in senses of like people who put 
like committed suicide or regretted immediately after, or if they feel like they left the world too suddenly and then they're lost in it because they, they weren't even ready or prepared for something like that. Yeah. All right. So that you, so it's the same kind of thing where it was such a traumatic, um, uncertain death that you don't even allow yourself to be reborn in something else. You're just holding on to the last thing, yeah. and then you become. Because of because of being so traumatic, it's such a strong negative feeling that it holds you to that to the ground in that kind of instance where you can't really ascend into a new phase of yourself because that just holds you as a dark energy. Right. I've got a question. How come there are no, no one's afraid of ghosts in like condos? Like people yeah. die in condos. You're never like in a condo, like on the 33rd floor being like, oh God, it's getting, it's getting late. I wonder if the ghosts are coming out. It's well, always I like mean, old houses. I mean, I guess you're going by the numbers thing. There's not a lot of very old condos. So some people are dying, but not as many on the ground floor. Oh, you're saying it's a, yeah, it's a numbers thing. So like yeah, if yeah, one yeah. in a thousand people who die become a ghost, we don't have But that that's always one of my arguments about ghosts is that if, if we were seeing ghosts constantly, which in the city you feel like you should. Like if you're in old Toronto, you should be seeing ghosts in every Starbucks. Every Starbucks bathroom, every line to pick up your Frappuccinos, they should just be there. Yeah, most people who ever lived are now no longer Work living. at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work there, I don't care. I'm not dead. Yeah, no, we didn't see anyone. Die. Like, okay, way in the back, Damien and I both used to work at Starbucks. Yeah, and I never saw anyone die, so I don't know what you're on about. I'm not saying that someone had to die while we were there in order for someone who have died there or in that vicinity. You know what I mean? I want everyone in this room to know that while I was making frappuccinos, nobody died. <laughs> not on my watch. You don't know what happened after they left the store, though. <laughs> Yeah, that, they're, okay. They're not well, haunt, they're well, not haunting the Starbucks, so I did my job. I feel like from a legal perspective, depending on how they died, it could be his problem. Delay, <laughs> delayed release arsenic. Yeah, what are you blending in, the in that? Yeah. <laughs> the double chocolate chip and something else. Okay, on okay. on behalf of uh, Starbucks and myself, as I'm now, uh, I said I used to work there, but I'm head corporate now. I'm way up at the top. On behalf of Starbucks, we don't yeah. put anything other than the ingredients that they tell us to put on there. Either way, we've lost this sponsor. Damn it! We'll have to go with second cup, I guess. <sighs> oh well. Um, does anyone in the room have a, uh, a different fear than ghosts? Does anyone think they have like an irrational fear? Birds. Fear of deep water. Deep water. There's one. Deep what else water? we got? I heard we had one over here. Demonic things. Demonic, Demonic things. things. Okay. Okay. Birds. birds. Birds is understandable, okay? I'd rather run I mean, into a you bird. Hate birds. Than a lot of crossover between bird. birds and demonic things. That's yeah. like a, that Venn diagram is almost a perfect circle. Is it because demons can fly? You ever just look a bird in the eyes? Especially, you know what a cormorant is? Yeah. Oh my God, those are. We got evil. another one. How here? often are you looking cormorants in the eyes? <laughs> um, every time I see one. I had a very, uh, I had a very irrational fear for a while. Uh, so I was, I'm afraid of flying. That's not it. Okay. The fear came when I watched Sharknado, and there was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of Sharknado. I, I was like, oh my god! I, I 
knew that it was irrational. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to fly over the ocean, and a shark is going to <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, though, of all the fears to have, one that you know is never going to actually happen is a pretty good one to have, I think. That That's a double fear, though. That's combining two big fears, right? Like, sharks, yeah. uh, that's... Uh, and NATOs. Yeah, and sharks and NATOs. I fine against sharks by themselves or tornadoes by themselves. Yeah, have you seen the movie Twister? Oh, uh, I was a child. Okay. Were you afraid no sharks, of it? But there's cows. There's cows. There is cows. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, see, I have an irrational fear too, and I still have it. I, didn't, I won't go back. I won't get past it. Uh, my fear is that when I see like a uh, a bandaid on the ground or something gross, mm-hmm. I'm scared that the wind's gonna take it and it's gonna <laughs> blow in my mouth. <laughs> Listen, it's only happened a couple times. <laughs> One too many. I'm also scared when I see a dead animal that they're gonna come back to life and think I did it. Like I was in the car or so something you, like that. So you're not worried about the dead animal coming back to life. You're worried about being blamed. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be held responsible. It's like, you did this to me. <laughs> like you think, hang on, you th- you know like when, when you're around baby birds, they sort of map onto you and you become their mama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the same way for dead animals that they look at you and you're like, you're the first thing I saw, so I'm blaming you for killing me. You'll be the, and then the, I get attacked. You'll oh be God. the roadkill daddy. It's the horror version of Fly Away Home. Oh, whoa. <laughs> With Anna Paquin taking all the geese to yeah, help yeah, you yeah. fly south. That would be so good. You got to build a plane with your dad. To get away from the killer geese. Yes, we should do this. Geese. This would be a good sequel. Absolutely. Who owns the rights to that movie? We got to find that out. Well, just take the, just take the birds, like Hitchcock, and just combine it with that. Like yes, true, bird, yeah. You have, to build a, uh, you have to build something to fly away from. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Done. Write it. Check or it. Was that kind of like Birdemic? Is that the one? Birdemic? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Definitely. A great movie. If you oh, haven't seen man. the CGI, it Mwah. is the worst. It's just like <laughs> these really bad copy paste things just going like this for like an hour and a half. It's not good. <laughs> Um, but on that note, we got our own story to tell. Oh. We got to draw positions here, Damien, if you oh, want to pass yeah, those out yeah, for yeah, what yeah, we yeah. do in the story. Uh, David, why don't you pick one there? Uh, just pick one. Cody, grab one. Okay, you got one? All right, what has everyone got? David, what do you have? I am narrator. Okay. All right, you're in charge of running this story. <laughs> I got on. the celebrity, so I'll have to do a celebrity impression and as chosen swing. by the audience, and or attempt to. And I drew the swing. And then so you drew no. the swing. No uh, so for the swing this time, uh, Damien, how yeah. about since we have three prizes here, oh. for our first prize here... Um, someone suggest a item that you want Damien to bring into our story today. Just a random item. Marshmallows. Marshmallows? You, you said something, sir. Shark. Shark? Shark. All right. Shark or marshmallows, oh. you decide. <laughs> That's a tough choice. Let, let's do, let's do marshmallows. I don't know. Marshmallows? marshmallows. It might All be a marshmallow right. shark. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Can we get someone uh, to pass this oh, signed copy of The Conjuring over? <laughs> and then you don't have to watch it. So we have a random, uh, or we need an impression. You need me to be a celebrity at some point during this story, not stricken to that character, but the celebrity will appear, and I'm a king impressionist. John Travolta. John Travolta. That's a good one. Christopher Walken. Okay. Elvis. Elvis? William Shatner. William Shatner? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> Going with the, keeping with the theme. Schwarzenegger. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. I feel like uh, because we didn't do Shark, we'll yeah. do Richard Dreyfuss Absolutely. this time. That's a good one. So you'll that get this copy of... I really like that one. Uh, fun fact, too, because we can out him now. Richard Dreyfuss almost did this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not today. No. David, you were a one and only. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't check our Instagram. <laughs> and lastly, for the Ouija board... For the signed Ouija board. Ouija. We bought this like, I think, two, three years ago. I always said Ouija. I, I thought it was Ouija too. Is it Ouija or Ouija? Looks like Ouija. It's Ouija. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I've never played Ouija. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Damien, um, you got yours. David, you need a relationship. Can someone give us a random relationship to be incorporated into this story? Think like uh, like a parent-teacher or like uh, cops and robbers. Anything like that? Anybody? Friends with benefits. Friends, Friends with, with benefits. benefits. <laughs> Friends with benefits. All right. Let's All right. get that. Who Can said you... friends with benefits? Was it, it was down right there? Right at the back. Oh, right. okay. Can you just briefly describe what these benefits uh, look like? Yeah. Is this like a 401k package? <laughs> is this like retirement? Like, like what I'll are we water your about? plants yeah. when are, you're away for Are the we weekend? getting health insurance? Like, we need to know these things. <laughs> What's that? Medicare level C. Medicare okay. level C. <laughs> wow. All right. So the story begins, David, however you want to start. friends it. with benefits. With Richard Dreyfus and a, a marshmallow. A marshmallow. <laughs> this episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Val- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, mm-hmm. and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed. What great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. It was a beautiful, sunny day on a beach. Too beautiful. Too sunny, some might say. Almost nothing could go wrong on this day, so it seemed. Did I ever tell you kids about the time I shot Jaws on this exact beach? Grandpa, you've been talking about this every time we come here. We're trying to enjoy the beach. Shush now, little Dreyfuses. Gather around. I got such a great, great tale to tell you about Jaws. Richard Dreyfus was with all of his adopted grandchildren. He never had children of his own, I presume. And he, but he did have 47 grandchildren that he adopted, some say kidnapped, and he had brought them all to this beach where he did weekly to tell them again about Jaws. All 46 of us should just get the heck out of here and ditch Grandpa. Once he starts his stories, he doesn't even notice anyway. Yeah, let's go down the beach and make some s'mores. <laughs> That'd be good. And then let's just swim as far as we can into the water until we can't even feel our arms anymore and just see what happens. Hey, get down here in the bag. In the bag. In oh. the bag right down here. Come on down. Oh, there's an adult man in between all the skins. A, I ain't an adult man. I'm just a harmless little marshmallow. <laughs> Listen to me. It's too hot out here. I gotta get you to get me into the shade. Then we can really talk about things. Sound good? None of the children seemed surprised by this small marshmallow talking to their grandfather, but Richard was very suspicious. Hey, listen, that, that marshmallow doesn't have that great of stories anyway, so you don't want to follow him. You want to hear about Jaws again. Oh, kids, no, you're going, oh, okay. Oh, crap, Richard Dreyfus! I didn't know he was here. You gotta get me out of here. I don't know what this guy's gonna do. I don't want to have to listen to Jaws again. Uh, listen, um, can, can I offer you anything to stay? Um, maybe, uh, it seems like the kids are really drawn to you, Marshmallows. Um. Grandpa, will you, will you tell us a story with the Marshmallow? Oh, you want the mar? um, I guess the Marshmallow can play Quint. Um. Hey, Grandpa, I want to eat this Marshmallow. What? Well, I, I mean, you're a Marshmallow. What did you just say? Are you what? kidding me? Well, Do you I'm, know who I am? I'm assuming you're a marshmallow. I'm Tony Marshmallow. Oh, so you're like a criminal marshmallow? I'm not a criminal. It's questionable. Okay, but so what is the threat here? The threat is that I'm a marshmallow, and I'm known. I'm a somebody. So you, you can't just eat a somebody. You can't, but it's a somebody. You can eat a nobody. That's okay. Okay, is there any nobody marshmallows around? Uh, yeah, there's a few. Uh, I suppose you can eat me. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> just then... The children noticed that there was another marshmallow, but this marshmallow was suspiciously human-looking. Don't pay attention to the parts of me that aren't in the costume. Some of it looks like human skin, but I guarantee it's all marshmallow. Just yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I know this guy. He comes down to the beach a lot and tries to get everyone to eat him all the time. Yeah, that's my worthless half-brother. My worthless half-brother, Michael Marshmallow. He always comes down here and tries to hustle in on my game, you know? I'm just trying down here, trying to play some cards, get some people down here, you know what I'm saying? Trying to bring my industry up to the next marshmallow level. But then this guy comes in here dressed up with that golden suit. He's got the creamy exterior. He doesn't even put any lotion on. 
He's just he's he's just he's just mad because I don't uh, didn't commit to uh, his sister. <laughs> it it seemed that the he's my half brother and he didn't commit to my sister. It was very confusing. I don't know why I was so angry about it, but I'm not now. <laughs> you just got to get over it, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if mom's ever gonna get over it, to be honest. Uh, just then, there was a uh, splashing way out in the water. Uh, splash, splash. What ah, is it, Grandpa? Ah, oh, oh, ah, oh, oh. Just in time. Oh, is it the dolphins, Grandpa? Yeah, well, I think it's uh, just a plant I sent in there to act like they were getting eaten by a shark, and oh, it looks like, oh, it might, oh. It might be real out there. Yeah, I think they might be getting eaten by a shark. Wow, you paid someone to pretend to be eaten by a shark, but you couldn't afford to take us for ice cream. Well, I, I, if it makes you feel any better, now that he's actually been eaten, I won't have to pay him. They were actually eaten by a shark, <laughs> so they weren't, they weren't pretending. They were actually eaten by, there's a real yeah. shark out there? It's a lot cheaper when you get them to go into shark-infested waters and pretend. Honestly, uh, it's so much cheaper. Gra- Grandpa, did you get them to bring a shark and put it in the lake? <laughs> I drop a lot of sharks in this lake, yeah. Wait, can can sharks survive in a in a freshwater lake? I don't think they can. Listen, you you don't get to no one no one questioned my tactics. Wait a minute, that shark's wearing a little helmet with some salt water in it. It's like a little little fish globe on its head to keep him alive. I've been on this beach for weeks. I've been seeing that shark coming in here, looking like a little astronaut. He has to, like, open a little hatch so he can eat people. It's wild, I tell you. Salt water pumping into it. He's coming up here getting salt packets from the hot dog vendors. How else is he going to live? Every time I think I'm telling the story, Marshmallow, you just one-up me, baby. Come on, Dreyfus. (laughs) I'm showing you what's what, all right? You want to play three-card money? Let's do it. (laughs) Can I, Grandpa, can I just... To take a second to try and understand what's happening here. Yeah, okay. So you were going to tell us the story about Jaws. Yes. But this time you hired someone to pretend to be eaten by a shark. Yeah. And that was supposed to coincide with a part of your story? That was, Yeah, it was and, to make it spicier. I was going to get the opening scene. But instead of them pretending, you actually had a real shark in there wearing a fishbowl helmet. And they ate the person, so they actually were eaten by a shark. Did I not say it was going to be spicier? Right. Who was the person? Where did you find the person to uh, do this? Oh, uh, was this a friend of yours? No, casting workbook. Oh, it was just some nobody then, like my useless half brother over there, Michael Marshmallow. Yeah, it was actually uh, it was someone that came on uh, on set to my story for catering, and I said to him, "It's like water. I said earlier, you can't eat a somebody, but you can eat a nobody." So then we flash back to the casting session that Richard Dreyfus held for this person to play the drowning person in the lake. Uh, hi, my name is uh, uh, Anthony. I'm uh, p- coming here to play the part of a uh, shark attack victim. You ever drowned before? Uh, no, no, but I did play a guy in a coma once on uh, General Hospital. Ooh, you think you could pretend like you're in a coma while you're in the middle of the water? So you want me to pretend to be asleep in the water? Yes. Yeah, I could do that. Okay, how, how's this? Keep going. Good, keep going. And how long can you do this The for? man was doing an incredible impression of someone being asleep. It looked like he was actually dreaming. 
Richard wondered, what could he be dreaming? <laughs> we flashed to the dream. You gonna come down for dinner, dear? Oh, mother dearest, I can't wait to come down for dinner. Are we having pancakes again? Well, we'll have pancakes if you go out and do some auditions, become a big star, make our whole family famous. Otherwise, you're not getting any pancakes today. Can we have blueberries on the pancakes? Um... Well, how many auditions have you had today? Oh, none yet, but... Uh, well, I'm I guess no blueberries then. I guess that's going to be no blueberries. All right, I'll get to the audition right now, Mama. I swear, I can't wait for those pancakes. <laughs> you better impress. You better impress out there. You better do what they say. <laughs> okay, I will, Mama. Just then, the quote-unquote actor in the audition woke up terrified from his dream. Uh, oh, pancakes. Mommy. Mommy. Oh, yeah, sorry, this will be perfect. Yeah, you got it. I did? Yeah, I liked the part. Really? Uh, you liked it? Well, yeah, you yelled in fear at the end. I would uh, prefer you to yell about a shark, but oh. pancakes are fine for now. Okay, what if the shark's name was Pancakes? We'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> and so Richard Dreyfus went to an uh, exotic animal petting zoo to find a shark named Pancakes. Well, we got an alligator named Daryl. I've got two kangaroos with sharp teeth. I've got a snake named Barry. And I've got 42 tarantulas. We're not getting the pancake. I need shark named Pancake. I don't care about Daryl the gator. All right, I got a hammerhead named Waffles. And I got one named... what? Just, just let him change the shark's name to Pancake. He could, we haven't sold one of these freaks in years. Meredith, do you know how long it takes to change a shark's name? We have a genuine celebrity who wants to buy a shark for, for something. Mm, yeah. what, what do you need the shark for? Something. Meredith, do you know how much paperwork you have to do to change a shark's name? I'm not... You gotta go down to the shark office. You gotta get the t 4 2 You gotta rid it out. You gotta rid out what you want their name that to be. That is not what this is about. That is not what this is about, Barkley, and you know it. It's not about the paperwork. It's about your ego, and you don't want anyone else to name animals but you. You've got some kind of complex, and you think you're the only one that can name the animals. You never let me name any of them. Sorry, I just got this shark over my shoulder here. I'm going to head out. And Richard Dreyfus <laughs> stole the damn shark. <laughs> oh, my God. Richard Dreyfus stole the shark. Oh, damn. This always happens. Meredith. It always happens. He comes in here all the time and steals our animals. Meredith, I'm so sorry that our marriage is on the rocks. I think we, I think we should work things out, and then maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can work on naming a shark together. Do you mean it? Sorry to come back in and interrupt, but I need some rope to put the shark up on my roof of my sedan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll get some. Rope. Yeah, we do Christmas trees in the winter. It's yeah, the we same can use process. the twine from the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. okay? Will the twine suit you? Perfect. Yeah, I can do it myself if we you want to have the emotional no, moment. Yeah. That was a very small sedan you have. Yeah, Barkley, you want to give us a hand? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Thank you, course, thank, thank you, yeah, Richard. Yeah. Me and Barkley have never felt yeah. this close, and it's all thanks all to right. you. Well, goodbye, Mr. Dreyfus. Bye, Dreyfus. Right. Back to present day. Hang on, that's my job. <laughs> Back to present day on the beach. So that's why your sister and I are just better with friends with benefits, and I just can't commit right now. Michael, I can't believe you're telling this damn story again. It doesn't matter. Mom hasn't forgiven you. You can't come back to the family reunion. 
Sorry, I was just telling a whole story about stealing a shark and and auditioning the actor. Did everyone just pay attention to the the? You're still the here, Richard Dreyfus. No, 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 Grandpa. I think we you were just remembering that. No. I don't think you said any of that out loud. Okay, back, 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 back. <laughs> Um, and just then, the the actor crawled the, the, with missing a leg and bleeding profusely, climbed up onto the beach. So, would somebody call my mom? Oh my God, Grandpa! She's expecting me home for pancakes. The the, the shark attack victim. Listen, I don't have the money for him. I didn't think that he would crawl his way back. You have to get rid of him. Listen, I'm really gonna need that fifteen dollars that you promised me. I don't have it. I don't have. You have to get you rid of him. I don't have fifteen dollars. No, don't don't listen to our conversation. This what is do you a want me to do? You're talking right beside me, Grandpa. You have to pay him. I think there's union rules about these kinds of yeah, things. Grandpa, you, you don't can't want the just union have after someone us. walk onto some project, not get paid, do a very important role, and maybe not be remembered until years later. Wait a minute. I heard that uh, David Rial did that once, and they paid him in candy canes, and everything was fine. So maybe if we just give him candy canes or marshmallows. <gasps> He'll leave us alone. Wait a minute, Grandpa. I think maybe if we feed this dying man the marshmallow, he'll have the strength he needs to get to the hospital. I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah, give him my useless half-brother, Michael Marshmallow. Yeah, eat the, eat the one that's the human dressed as a marshmallow. Yeah, that's okay. You can oh. eat a nobody. You can't eat a somebody. All right, just roll me over to him. <laughs> oh, no, they're rolling that marshmallow man uh, over here. Oh. Just eat him, mister. Eat him. I don't know if I can. I, I just wanted pancakes with my mom. You know how to eat, don't you? Do just like the shark did to you. Oh, just like chomp chomp? Yeah, just like chomp chomp. All right, I'll just chomp chomp this guy. All right, you can co- do it. Come here, Marshmallow Man. Oh! <laughs> chomp, oh. chomp chomp. Oh, God. This is saltier than I was expecting. Just then, all of the other 46 children, or 45 children, who hadn't said anything until now, they sort of, like, gathered around and started, to, like, slicing and dicing the Marshmallow Man up into bits. They chop all had knives on them. Up. This is chop fun, Grandpa. Chop him up. Chop him up. Chop him up. Chop him up. Guys, I'm trying to chomp chomp. Could you please keep it oh, down? Sorry, sorry, guys. Okay, just keep, just keep it down. He knows what chomp. he's doing. He learned it from the shark. Mm, mm, chomp. Mm. Before... I, you get your last chomp on me, because I'm only lips at this point. Before you get the last chomp, I just need to tell my brother-in-law something. Oh, God. I'm just about ready to commit to your sister. <laughs> Wait, really? I'm pretty close, honestly, I'm pretty close. Michael, you're, you're a worthless piece of shit, but I, you're still my worthless half-brother, and I love you. Well, get over here to these lips. Give me a kiss on the lips, brother. All right. Well, I'll tell mom that we made up. And kids, that's the story of Jaws. That's not what I saw on the DVD. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Jaws 2. Oh, Jaws 2. Yeah, this is behind the scenes. A little, little bit of Jaws 2, a little bit of Jaws 3, a little bit of Jaws 4, a little bit of... Not much of the first one, really, honestly. But wait, we got a good amount, right? And so they all learned an important lesson that day. Especially Meredith and I. We learned that our marriage was more important than naming sharks after breakfast foods. Yeah, it's really... What I realized, Barkley, is that 
Hold my oh, hand. Meredith. Hold my hand for real. I love you, Meredith. It's a, it's a podcast, but if you hold yes. my hand for real, they can feel it. They can feel it in Your the sound of our Your hands are so moist with our love. I know. I'm sweating. It's just. It's just. It's like. It's like. It's like in our youth when we were first dating. Oh, I remember. We were constantly playing down by the radioactive waste dump. For years just and years. Sweating our brains out, and our hair was falling out. Getting all great. kinds of diseases that haven't even been named yet. I. You, you know what? Maybe we could name one of those diseases right now. Oh, I'd love to. Go ahead, dear. Um, <laughs> friends with benefits-itis? <laughs> you got my vote, dear. <laughs> yeah, because it's a sickness, because you should just goddamn commit. Yeah, freaking commit to a sister already, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so close. <laughs> Spooked. Spooked. That was a scary Whoa. story. <laughs> A really frightening, really I, frightening I don't want to go to the beach ever again. <laughs> Has everyone in the room ever been that scared before in their life? Has anyone ever been to the beach? <laughs> well, amazing. I, uh, David, where can everyone uh, follow you and all of that stuff? Um, well, I, I, okay. I've signed an NDA about something. Ooh. But I can say there may be shows that I have already been on that I'm about to be on again. Whoa, Beyblade? So if you, I, <laughs> Beyblade. Oh, if yeah. you IMDB me and you look at what's there, roll the dice, one of those or two of those may be happening Whoa. again. Probably one I already mentioned. Truth is, they make everyone sign an NDA. No one cares if this guy comes back or not. It doesn't give anything away. Okay. <laughs> but right, I signed right. it. <laughs> Are you even allowed to tell us that? Is that legal? That the NDA is a yeah, secret? Yeah, yeah. I can't say what I can't Whoa, say. Oh, okay. Well, if you're in jail, we know what happened. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Damien, you got uh, some uh, plugs here, too, while we're here. Yeah, you can follow me at Demo Depths. You can also uh, go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can get a whole bunch of stuff on myself, on David, and Cody. Cody, where can they follow you? Yeah, you can follow me at Co Crane, as well as keep an eye out. We're shooting uh, something in, a, in the fall, a hockey movie with Dan Aykroyd, William Shatner, and everything like that. It's going to be a really cool movie, so keep an eye out. For that, as well, follow the podcast at Spook Podcast. Check out the Sonar Network, full Sonar Network booth down there. Check out our friends at Layered Butter, layeredbutter.com, as well as their booth in the North Building. They have incredibly beautiful issues. I think they have a exclusive uh, Eddie Munson art print, too, that is gorgeous for this uh, uh, fan expo. And spooked. 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 Thank you all so much Thank for coming you so much, here. Guys. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 